Welcome to EA Life, a podcast about life as an executive assistant. This is brought to you and hosted by Amanda Vinci and Holly Bailey. Welcome to EA Life. You're here with Holly Bailey and Amanda Vinci for podcast two. Welcome, guys. Thanks for being here on podcast number two. Wow, we've got a big one in store for you today. We do, we do. We've got a really interesting topic today, um, which has had us thinking all week about how we're going to narrow this down into something that's really valuable for the EAs who are listening to us today. Yeah. And that's actually going to be something that you can walk away with and do something with. Yeah. Because today we're going to unpack when the ego gets in the way. And I know Holly's laughing as I say that (laughs) (laughs) because... As you might have heard in session or podcast one, I love to use the word unpack. And I think there's no way to better explain what we're going to do today on this podcast, don't you think? No judgment from me, girlfriend. (laughs) I think it's really valuable to unpack the things that we've already spoken about because, I mean, we can be... We can go really broad with this or we can Mm -hmm. dig right into some of the more specific things that we've spoken about. And I think there's real value in just digging into one and really unpacking and unfolding and peeling back the onion and seeing what's there and um, just shining a light on some of the stuff that we don't usually take a time, take some time to think about. Yeah, exactly. And this topic in particular, when the ego gets in the way and I suppose the impact of the ego getting in the way, it's so big. So, uh, you know, what we're going to be sharing today is one small piece of the puzzle, you could say, of what this actually looks like. But before we do that, we want to take a moment to... Thank everyone. Uh, Thank everyone for the support we've had so far. Yeah, we had a heap of feedback on the first podcast and some really constructive and we're really thankful for that. Um, We're definitely taking that on board. And we're also really keen to hear from you guys out there. If you've got any feedback or you want to join the conversation with us, we'd love to give you a shout out and we'd love to hear from you on what your thoughts are and if anything's coming up from you. Yeah, we're hoping to uh, open the session with a few questions. So uh, going forward, please email any questions through. We have an email. So email us at ealife at theeainstitute.com.au. You'll be able to find that email on the podcast link also. And uh, we'd love for you to share any any challenges that you've faced, uh, any questions that you have about any of the content we're producing or any questions that you'd like us to cover on their podcast. Definitely. And any situations that you might find yourself in that you're finding tricky to navigate or you just like some advice around, we'd love to help and unpack it here with you. <laughs> <laughs> we certainly will. <laughs> Fantastic. So uh, let's, I suppose, let's dive in into why we're doing this topic today. Why are we talking about the ego and I know last week we got together and we started to look at what are we going to cover on our first or I suppose the first topic that we're covering that's going into another layer you know the first session was all about really uh, unpacking who we are Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm going to watch how many times I say that and uh, but uh, today is really the first one that we're diving into and uh, we looked at a few different pathways and the ego was one that we really saw uh, last week but what was more interesting about the ego was just the limitations that then followed when we wanted to do the podcast because we had planned to do it last week didn't we yeah absolutely and I think ego is such a broad topic and everyone has their own definition of what that looks like and I found it really challenging to really decide and take a position on that and so I felt a little bit nervous about coming onto a podcast Mm. like this and taking a position where I'm not a hundred percent I can't say with absolute with absolute certainty this is exactly what it is 
Yeah. And but through thinking about that over this week and having discussions with you, I'm really quite comfortable being okay that mm. it's I don't know exactly how to define it, but yeah. I know what it is for me. Yeah. And I know what that looks like when it's at play and when it isn't. Yes. And I think that's a really valuable conversation. I love that because it really comes down to knowing when it's there and when it's not. And if we can get to that point where you know when it's showing up and when it's not, that's ultimately where we want you to get to and if that's all we leave you with today then that is a hundred percent we've done our job i think so too um, i really like that but you know there are like like um holly shared there is so many different layers to what the ego is and we're only sharing a small little snippet of it and um you know what, what i believe the ego is may be very different to what somebody else believes and i think that's important when we um as we continue on this journey on mm. this on this podcast together so why did we do this topic you know, there were so many reasons, right? I mean, we could lay them out, but the main reasons I would say was just how limiting the ego can be. Mm, yeah, I, I can think of so many times in the past where there might have been opportunities to go for or things that have come up and that have just brought up so much fear or overwhelm mm. and those those different emotions that are really challenging. Yeah. Um, and I know now that that's ego and, yeah. and ego is at play and I, I really like that we're going to shine a light on this now because yes. it can be when we're really striving to go for something important yeah. that it's going to come up and oh, yeah and you know for me the ego is it does its job so well yes you know it's a its job is to keep us safe and mm. its job is to look after us and keep us just to really look after us and keep us consistent and keep mm. us in the same place and at times that's really valuable you yeah. know um but times that we we really need to rise up and notice what's at play yeah i love that i think you're you're spot on in in saying that it's there to keep us safe it really is the ego uh the whole function of the ego at least from my understanding of what the ego is is that it the whole foundation of it is that fight or flight mentality mm. it's there to keep us safe there to keep us uh, comfortable it certainly does its job very well in certain situations but there are times that we need to step outside of that and if you're up to anything big in the world and if you're uh, really trying to push yourself out of your comfort zone your ego is going to be coming up a hundred percent so being able to navigate that is going to be uh, one of the biggest tools that we give you out of this session yeah absolutely and I think throughout this podcast we'll really take a look at how the ego can impact our performance from day to day yes um and the, the third piece is to really look at how that has an impact on the relationship with our executive yeah. um and the and how different it might look for us if yes. we've got awareness of it yeah awareness is key right mm, absolutely I, I think that for me for i eco if i now reflect back to so many big parts in my career where there were times that I didn't do things that I could have, and it would have been such a great opportunity for me. Now I can see how much my ego was at play. Mm. So much so that I, I just, there was no awareness there though. And without that awareness, there was no room for me to be able to go, okay, I know that that's at play and I'm choosing to not do that. Yeah. Um, so awareness is a really big piece, yeah. definitely. I think what's standing out for me when you say that is that ego is just such a fear-based reaction. Yeah and it lives in the head yeah it's it's not coming from the space of authenticity and integrity it's really fear-based yes. and you know some of the signs I'm not sure if I'm getting this into this too early but some of the signs for me when or that I notice in others in my workplace and just in everyday yeah. life is 
um, that fear-based reaction. So things like blame and yes. things like anger. Yes. And the way that you communicate with people. I think that the women on the podcast, without me having to define it specifically, will know exactly what I'm talking about mm. because women in, women in this role, and I'm definitely generalizing because I assume Because there are men. There are. I assume that there are. Uh, most of the people on here will be women because we're it's a female-dominated mm. industry. Mm. Uh, so forgive me if there's any awesome EA men on the podcast. Um, shout out to any of the men on here. We love you. We love you. Uh, <laughs> and as I was saying, uh, it's that behaviour like blame and you know the need to be mm. more or the need to yeah. justify ourselves. And there's some of the things that we're going to touch on throughout the podcast. We've got. We've got some uh, really great content to share with you around the six needs of the ego, so we can yeah. really acknowledge what that looks like. Um, but I won't go on about that now. Uh, yeah, we'll be touching on that, I suppose, in a moment, really. We're going to be covering those six needs uh, and giving you sort of an understanding of what they are, and we'll share some of our experiences of how they've played out for us. Yeah. But um, I suppose where what I see, for me, what shows up in terms of the ego and what it is is uh, I find the, the easiest way for me to to, to really uh, understand it, I suppose, and similar to what Holly shared earlier about the head and the heart, is that the ego really is coming from the place of your head and uh, your authentic self is coming from a place of the heart space. And uh, the ego, when it's at play, it really is in a place of below the line thinking. And we, we may even do maybe a podcast on below and above the line thinking because I think that would be quite valuable. There's a whole world, There's a whole of, world of that. Yeah, yeah. But in a nutshell, below the line thinking is very victim mentality. It's very looking at um, blaming other people. There's no responsibility taken in, uh, in the ego world or below the line thinking. And when you're coming from a place of heart space, there's so much compassion. And uh, sometimes when an ego is in our face, might be a loved one. I think this is always the case when you're dealing with loved ones. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, it could be your manager when their ego is going full to pelt, which I'm sure Holly's going to share a, a, an example about this later because it's something that we both encounter. However, when the ego is going, uh, when the ego, when you're encountered with an ego, uh, your, your ego then becomes full. Like your ego all of a sudden is there. Yeah. So all of a sudden you're dealing with two egos versus dealing with two human beings. Yeah. <laughs> and there's no way that you can actually create any kind of, there's no way you can make sense yeah. of it. Right? It's like it's, clash of the egos is just, there's no progress yeah. there. That's, it's just such a tricky yeah. place to, nav to navigate and yeah. not somewhere that you're really going to grow and yeah. not somewhere that you're really going to be able to look at a situation and resolve. Yeah in a way that's uh, resourceful for yeah. anyone. Yeah. Um, so if I was to say, and I know that Holly did some reflecting on this this morning, <laughs> and um, if I was to ask you, what would you say the ego is? What would you, how would you define it for you? For me? Yeah. I... And of course this is subjective, right? Everyone's version of what the ego is is going to mm. be so different. But if I ask you, what would it be for you? Yeah. For me... It me. This is me. I'm not an ego extraordinaire. <laughs> Good. Uh, I love that know? we have to power of like make sure yeah, that I'm just completely clear. <laughs> yeah. So we'll come back to that. Yes, um, we will. But for me, what it means from my heart and my center place of awareness, I guess, um, I see the ego as a safety measure to make sure that my greatest fears and beliefs aren't exposed. Yeah. So I love that. Yeah. 
I love that because that's a big part of it. The reason why I, oh, I love that in so many ways, oh my goodness, I can't believe you didn't share this earlier. I love that in so many ways because it really does, that is the, that is the heart of why your ego shows up. It is 100% there to keep you safe. Mm. So any minute that you feel like that's going to be, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? When subjected to someone judging you in any way or seeing your deepest fear, it's... Yeah, or that someone, you know, some some inner belief of mine yes. is going to be exposed. My mm. ego is going to come up and look after me. Yes. And I'm doing quotation marks here because <laughs> it is, is looking after me. But in times of challenge, it might mm. not be exactly what I need. It's yeah. just doing its job. And what yeah, and I it really... keeps you small, I'm sure. Completely. And I, I really wanted to um, touch on that to fight it isn't isn't helpful I, no. I, I really feel like coming at it with compassion going hey ego mm. i see you thank you <laughs> but not right now yeah. what i really need is this and yeah. i think that the awareness around that has to be yeah it takes work and it takes energy yeah. and it's not something to just go, hey, let's. No, ego doesn't exist because it's mm. never. That's never going to be a thing. It's it's got a it's got a job and it's got a role and yeah. it's going to continue to do that. And the more that we recognise that it's us and mm. it's a tool, um, we just get better at managing it. Yeah, yeah. I love that. I love that. And I think you're so right that it's it's always going to be there. And the thing is, it is a tool and it does have its place. It right. does have its there place. Are times, there are times that the ego is really important. Mm. If you are faced with a moment of uh, life or death, right? If we take ourselves back to the day when we were hunters and gatherers and you're faced with a lion coming at you, the ego is going to tell you to fight or flight, yep. right? It's going to give you one of those options. And that's 100% the ego. And that's keeping you safe. But now in society, the ego's biggest, uh, or your biggest threats, or our biggest threats, are am I going to look stupid? Mm. Am I going to be judged? And we're going to go into this in a moment, mm. but there are a whole, there's a, there's a whole foundation to this that we're going to cover in this call that will really give you some insights on what that looks like. Yeah, absolutely. I'd love to share a story that I think is really relevant. Um, I spoke on a panel at an EAN conference a few years ago, um, and we'd been given the been given the um, framework of what we were going to talk about and at the time I was heavily in uh, in the co a course that you and I studied together yes so I, I studied the questions and I had so much stuff from the book to share you know <laughs> I just wanted to sound really smart and like I'm so good at my job and I just wanted to look like I knew it knew what was happening and it was just a serious case of ego because it was like I, had, I was trying to share all this knowledge and I just lost myself in there. Yeah, I, I got wow. onto the panel and just, I, I just didn't feel authentic at all. And I had some feedback that was okay, but I knew for me that it wasn't real. Hmm. And I knew that I didn't real, it wasn't fulfilling. Hmm. Um, and on reflection, I look back and go, I was trying to show how much I knew as opposed to being real about my experience. Yeah. And I've learned from that and I've spoken at a couple of other events and what has gotten the most, the most positive feedback and really resonated with people has been sharing real experiences, not mm. just sharing content for the sake of sounding mm. good. And it's just changed the game entirely. Yeah. 
Yeah, you might relate. Cause yeah. I, yeah. It's a completely different frame when you move from trying to uh, justify who and why you should be listening to me versus actually I'm just here to make sure I'm here for you. Mm. Right? And I think that that's so great that you say that because I can think back to my very first speaking gig. God, what, not even that long ago, but I remember being at the back of the room and I remember thinking, okay, Amanda, <laughs> this is it. <laughs> There's no turning back. As they were doing the the elaborate introduction, as they always do, right? And there's, and you know, we've written them, so there's, there's no hiding it. Like we have said, this is who we are, right? If anyone's to any assumption that, that that's not the case, that is that is a hundred percent the case. We write our own introductions. However, when you, there's something very different when we hear it being read out, right? It's like, Completely. oh, geez, can I live up to that? I completely resonate with you on this. Yes. <laughs> so there's that moment of. How am I going to live up to this expectation that's been set of me, right? But there is a different, there's definitely a different frame from going, okay, I'm going to make sure they know that I'm, I am that mm. versus going, I'm going to be here for them. Mm. And there was a, there was a split moment where I was, my ego was there and it was like, oh, Amanda, you really need to make sure that they know who you are or, um, actually this is about them hundred percent so if you have to dance around on tables and I don't know do a twerk even though I can't <laughs> <laughs> right but if I have to then I will and that's that's a, such a different mentality from being that egocentric which is I need to prove myself versus being I'm actually here to make a difference for you and if that means that I look stupid who cares because if it makes a difference for you then that's what mm. matters and that was a huge shift in my uh, thinking that only occurred in that moment before that it was definitely ego driven and don't get me wrong there are times that ego's there and it's still always going to be there every time I hear my intro I'm like oh my god ego's there like <laughs> here we go again <laughs> But it's, um, yeah, how do, we, how do we respond in those moments? It's really important. So I love that you shared that. Yeah, I think what you've given us just now is the most beautiful and perfect contrast of head, mm. ego, and yeah. just being like, you know, I can't live up to that. How, is, how am I going to yeah. be perceived? I need to be this, I need to be yeah. that. And when you're able to drop into your heart space and go, actually, it's not about me. Ego drops like that. Yeah. It's actually about them. I come from my heart and I, there's, it's just, I'm here for you. And it's really beautiful and authentic and real. Mm. And I think that's just the most perfect uh, display of that. Mm. Yeah. Interesting you say that because I actually felt different <laughs> sharing that experience. Really? Which is interesting because, well, the first 10 minutes of this is my ego, guys. <laughs> so I hope you've enjoyed it. What do you um, I just noticed a shift in sharing that story. It was it, that was so real and raw for me. That that experience where I really noticed that shift from ego to uh, you know heart space. That mm. that was really there. And yeah, it's just interesting even sharing that story. How I like there's a there's a physio physiological change that's happening in me sharing that story. Mm. There's so, an entirely different energy between yes, you and I both now. I know like the first. 10 minutes yeah. we were talking really quick because we've yes. got so much to share yeah. in this topic but now it's just a different energy yeah there's a realness now there is yes and we're looking at each other's oh, eyes it's glorious it's beautiful <laughs> we be love here. each other 
There's love, there's compassion, oh. which is all heart space, by the way, guys, which you're going to learn about now. Absolutely. So what, um, I suppose, what's the impact? I mean, we've kind of shared about some of the impact, mm. right? But I think the main ones is the, that you miss opportunities. Yeah, it really limits. It can really limit us. And... Yeah. It can, it can have us really not take challenges on because the perception of a challenge means that we might fall on our face. Mm. And if we fall on our face, then our ego is going to say, I told you so. Mm. So it can stop us in that way. I can think of so many examples uh, where I've, I've had opportunities come to me and I've said no. And then I've justified why I've said no yeah, <laughs> because yeah. I'm too busy or whatever <laughs> else. It's so silly. So I think that's a huge one. Yeah. And I think it can have us in those challenging situations, which I know we find ourselves in sitting next to a, an executive or a CEO mm. day to day. It can have us uh, react instead of respond. Yeah. Um, and I think that's crucial in the role that we play. Mm. Uh, you know, jumping to respond based on us being triggered by something as opposed to responding in a way that's really level-headed. Um, I think that's just so invaluable mm. in this role. And I don't know that it happens all that often. Yeah. I think we can be in really high-pressure situations and uh, we're asked to make decisions at a CEO level mm. um, and to bring mindfulness and a a real sense of consciousness to that mm. is just so invaluable for our exec. Tell me more about that that piece about being triggered because I think that that is a huge one. Mm. And I, I know certainly from especially the last executive assistant role I had, the CEO, she was oh the trigger central. <laughs> you know, you know how you just meet one person and they just they are just trigger like this, this and that. Mm. The minute they get an email, they're like, "Why haven't you responded?" Like they're just triggered. Mm. And there are some um, some of us and me included in that a long time ago before I learned anything about myself, where I would be triggered. I would I would get in caught up in that reaction of that trigger. So I know that you just touched on that. Is tell me a bit more about that. Yeah, I think it's really cool that you pointed that out because trigger when I let's yes. define it because when right. I think of a trigger I think of an example might be you communicate with me and I have an instant emotional reaction and whether that means I'm offended yes. or whether that means I'm unsure or mm. whether that means I'm upset or whether it means I'm excited yes that I'm triggered something yes. within me that some energy has shifted or something has yes. happened within me yes um, and it's causing a reaction so that's what triggered is for me. Um, and when I talk about it in this situation, uh, being triggered by an exec or noticing that my exec's triggered. Mm. So, uh, wait, what, what, <laughs> there's many. So many examples. Where do I go? Yeah, there's, there's many. Um, I can think of a, an executive that I'd worked for in the past that uh, <laughs> I'm going to share it. And I know he'll know who he is if he listens. <laughs> But I think that he'll love it. I love so, that. Okay. Shout out to whoever you are. Yes. We love no, you. We're not mentioning names. You know, we, we definitely keep our confidentiality. But so <laughs> I would get how a comment that would say, you know, we, we'd be working and, and the comment that would come would say, just do it now. Hmm. Just do it now. Instantly. In that tonality. Similar. Yeah. Similar. <laughs> and... There's many pieces to this, but yes. I'm triggered, yeah. so I react, or mm. I, I want to react, but I'm I'm triggered yeah. instantly. And yeah. you might feel by listening to me what that trigger might be or how I may respond. <laughs> Often I react, but don't 
don't share it in, in the moment yeah. now yeah hasn't always been that way mm. but awareness has taught me that when this particular executive would talk like that mm. that something has triggered him earlier in the day and this is not about me i love that it it's challenging though. oh it's so challenging yeah because there's people in the business in in the business that i'd worked in that are willing to have those confrontational conversations mm. in that moment mm. and sometimes it serves and sometimes it doesn't and often i think i know this executive or i'm curious enough about them to go there's a pattern here something's upset them or disturbed them throughout the day this is a pattern following that mm. and just having that awareness to go okay this is ego at play yeah it's a reaction i'm okay here let's just manage this together mm. um that's a game changer game changer mm. massive game changer because mm. i know that that moment that because there's so much pressure on you to react also that it's it's there's this moment where you either react and then almost within an hour go why did i react because that wasn't the right move for me to play mm. or there's the moment of you actually just being in the moment and stopping yourself from going into that cycle too mm. because it's very easy for us to get caught up in the cycle Completely. It's, it's literally like a tornado has just come onto your desk yeah and all of a sudden it swept you in the tornado and you're in there trying to navigate it too Completely. and trying to get yourself out and then eventually it spits yourself out and then you go why did i do that why did i get caught up in it mm. so i so so resonate with you saying in terms of that is a game changer when mm. you can get yourself out of that space yeah, yeah. and i think i'm just thinking, again another podcast idea is talking about mirroring yes and how right. the behaviors and the attributes and you know the things that we yeah. observe in our in the people that we work with more than likely we're going to mirror and if we're not conscious of it we'll be led yes as opposed to leading yeah and i think we, we we've got so much uh, influence mm. in the in how we work and yeah. these podcasts and what we're going to talk about is just going to expose that yeah. and love it yeah so do i oh my god so excited <laughs> so much i think just in this short period we've already come up with what three or four podcasts just you know i'm well, on this podcast as you're hearing right now and a few others that have come up so we've got lots of good stuff coming your way so um i suppose the other limits is for me, it really stops us from going for our goals and our dreams. The amount of times that I've stopped myself, you know, it took me a good two years for me to start this business when I knew I wanted to, to actually doing it just because, you know, I didn't have what I needed and I'd look silly and whatever else the ego decided um, for me at that time. But if I think back, even back when I was a junior assistant and I had opportunities to work in acting positions working to the ceo or to the board of directors and i would turn them down 100 percent because it was my ego saying don't do this you might look stupid so mm. it can really get in the way of our dreams mm. and our goals and it's just unresourceful it is it just plain and simply is unresourceful yeah it can bring up some just uh yeah unresourceful emotions and behaviors yeah. that we don't really need to bring into the yeah. workplace that yeah. aren't helpful for exactly. us or anyone they get in the way of us being our best right yeah and for us being in the workplace i think our our realness and our you know our uh, creativity in the workplace yeah. and our innovation and our 
our compassion is mm. the real beauty that we bring to a role and it's yeah. not it's not the anger and it's not the you know that gatekeeper we haven't oh. talked about this yet oh my goodness but, we yeah. haven't talked about the gatekeeper but this is going to come up i feel Absolutely. it has to how many times have you heard this that? is actually all part of ego oh. but okay okay the, the gatekeeper it's like it's got this real masculine energy to mm. it um and at times i get i get that yes. and there's a protection piece or a, a something that needs to come up to to look after our exec I'm not sure that what I'm looking for here, but you know what I mean. Yeah, I think there's an element of gatekeeper that is, oh, this is a whole other subject. There's and maybe we need to... The is doing that at Absolutely. Times. I understand the premise of it. However, I think that, that sometimes it gets skewed a little bit to allow us to experience a little bit of ego. Yeah, just for like, fun. Yeah, and it's like, is that our whole role? Mm. And is that the beauty of what we do? No, it's a it's piece not. of it and it... It's required at times, but that that those feminine leadership traits yes. like creativity and innovation and authenticity, uh, that's the stuff that I think is real gold mm. in this role. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. Mm. I couldn't agree more. Mm. And I think that whole topic about the gatekeepers, oh, we, could, we, could, no. we could do that. So <laughs> okay. note that yeah. for next time. So just a, a small snippet of what's to come. <laughs> But if we dive into uh, the model, I suppose, for the six needs of the ego that we're going to be covering today, um, the six needs of the ego, and maybe I'll share the first three and then Holly, you jump in. The first one is the need to know, to have all the information before acting, <laughs> right? And uh, oh, so many examples in this. And we're going to just die. We're just going to share all of them. And then we're going to give some examples of how these are at play and maybe share some of our experiences. And then we can kind of pick out what, what ego parts are in there. Um, the second uh, need of the ego is the need to be right. The need to be right no matter what. Wow. That's like <laughs> always there for me. In fact, I think that one shows up the most when I'm arguing with my husband, Mario. So shout out to him. Shout out, Mars. <laughs> that one's there. He'll love to hear me say that because I usually don't tell him that I'm trying to be right. Um, number three, the need to judge. Judgmental of ourselves and being judgmental of others. Again, another really big trait of the ego. And it definitely, the, the, the judgment piece of our ego is really... Uh, it prevents us from progressing because it allows us to to keep ourselves safe by listening to our own judgments of ourselves. Mm. Really, I think that's the that's one of the biggest pieces to it. Yeah, for sure. Um, and the final three are the need to justify. Uh, you might you might think of a time where you've done this yourself. I know I certainly have. Um, an example of this is to to make an excuse or to explain to someone the reason why you've done something especially when they think you might be wrong. Mm. Uh, I've got it. Yeah, I think we talked about a story tonight about particularly the way people communicate that lead you to answer yes. a question in a way that you feel like you need to justify. Yeah. I think why questions are always there's a justification when someone says why. Yeah. Right? When someone asks you, why do you do that? You feel immediately like... Instant trigger. Instant trigger. Ego up. Ego's there, and I'm straight away telling you all the reasons yeah. why. <laughs> the need to defend, the need to justify yes. it, it, it can it's really huge. be created from the way we communicate. Yeah. 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 Mm. Um, moving on. <laughs> the next one, um, the need to get even. Mm. This is clearly <laughs> ego-based, fear-driven. An example of this might be holding on to a grudge. 
mm. um, tearing someone else down in the workplace. Yeah. It's not cool, is yeah. it? No. We, we don't want to play there. We don't want to play there. And as you can see with all of these, if anyone of you know the below the line, all of this is below the line. Yeah, right? and it's, I it's... trust the, the, the people on this podcast. Yeah. That's not the kind of people that we attract. No. Um, and it's not who we want to be. Now, does it mean that we will do it? Maybe, right? Because we're human. Yes. There are times that we can get okay. caught into the drama that other people have. And it's it's not because we want to. We can be, we can kind of go after going, why did I do that? But it's it's just that water cooler conversation that works. Sometimes it it's does. very easy to get caught into it. So oh, do we you, want to? Amanda. No. And you we're not. You just pulled me out of my ego. <laughs> Because I'm sitting there judging that, 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 I was was judging that going, oh God, I would hate to be one of those. But of course, of course, at times you get sucked into drama and that happens. And the point of this podcast is just to be real. And sometimes that stuff happens, but the, if we have awareness around it, we pull ourselves out and we do the best we can. Yeah. Awesome. I think exactly to that point, the more we know about this, the more we can get better at it. Of course, I think that both you and I have mastered this to some degree, but it's there. Yeah, totally. <laughs> it's always totally. going to be there. And having good people around you to point mm. to call you. Yeah. Gold. Huge, huge. Um, and finally, the need to look good. Mm. <laughs> I think that is apparent for all of us. I know that you'll relate the, an example, and I'm not sure that I need to share it, but um, the, yes. the need to appear that we know everything or the need to... The need to show that we have all the knowledge and that we've we just have <laughs> I can't even this one like, is so big <laughs> there's oh. so many words I want to say I can't even choose which one okay this is just so big on so many levels I can resonate with this right back to the way that I dress uh, wow so much is coming out right now okay <laughs> So how do I start? So I can even think back to the moment when I was a junior assistant, right back when, and I uh, you know, had no qualification, no degree, nothing. So all I had was my ability to look good. <laughs> That's all I had, right? And I'm not saying that Perceived. I did. Perceived. <laughs> I Hang on. I love that you added that because that's exactly where I wanted to go. Because it's not that I did look good in any way, but it, you know, the one thing that I ha- that I could control was at least making an effort about the way I looked, right? So that was one thing that for me was huge, and I would really make a, an an effort to make sure that I was never in a compromising position to not look good. As in, even uh, okay. So let's look. Let's look at beyond. The physicality, because obviously when I say look good, I yes, I did dress really nice for work, but I also mean, you know, be in a position where I would say something that might make me look stupid or dumb or inadequate or not smart enough or etc. etc. Add whatever you want to add in there. So uh, <laughs> that is huge, and I still see it now. That's the funny part. <laughs> I love you for sharing that. <laughs> Seriously, I can tell how like uncomfortable that is, and I love you for sharing it because it's a hundred percent relatable. Mm. I I fully feel you on yeah. that, and where I where I feel like I notice it the most is, or just I think because I'd come from a networking event, when we're out there talking to people, and I remember going to networking events in the early days, I guess, without sounding wanky for saying that. <laughs> I love that. Um, but. 
being afraid to share that I'd come up against a challenge or being afraid to share that I didn't know everything mm. or that I wasn't the perfect EA. And mm. even doing this, it still shows up yeah. to show that I don't actually know everything. Yes. And it's just, it can be really scary. And it's just the egos need to look good. It is 100% the egos need yeah, to look which good. Which I need to make sure that we keep touching on that the ego mm. is not separate from us. Yes. Yes, I love that. The we c- are. It's not a different human inside our humanness. Yes. You know? <laughs> that. It's like us. It's like your ego is you. Yeah. And that's why that yeah. compassion piece is really important. Yes, I love that. You're right. so right. <laughs> it really is who we are. We can't keep it separate. We can try, and but it, it's still going to be there. And I think that the you know one of the biggest triggers, and we were talking about this kind of informally before we started, was the identity piece around... Uh, you know, our ego is is us. We are our ego. And although we try to keep it separate, it's so not like you've just shared. So when someone says something that triggers our ego, it's like a full-on attack. Absolutely. It's like world war. And it's like, okay, I'm getting out all of my arsenal and you're yeah. dead. <laughs> <laughs> okay, these egos are just going to... Okay, they're out there. That's, that's it. it. It's yeah. happening. Yeah. It's happening. So I know we've done so many workshops together now, and this has been a huge topic, the ego, and really unpacking that and really understanding everyone's ego. And what's really funny is seeing the ego at play in the room, right? That room is like no other. <laughs> yeah, it really is. I, it's just such a sacred, safe space mm. because it's an opportunity for us to take a look at the needs that mm. we've gone through and recognize those in yeah. ourselves and in others yeah. and maybe laugh at ourselves yeah. about how it's playing out yeah. or really look at opportunities to utilize it yeah. um it's and just standing so there like wh- who takes the time to go wow my ego was at play there and acknowledge it and just be like yep yeah <laughs> like i'm not perfect that's what yeah it just is and that's just so invaluable yeah. and that workshop i that thinking about the space that we create for women to just yeah. go yeah that was going on for me i just think that's so cool yeah. it's so valuable I, so many good so many good uh, stories from that workshop but what really resonates for me is just the ability to uh understand what are the triggers for us like, what are the serious triggers that we have? And everyone's going to have our own triggers. And that kind of leads us to what now? This is you know, the Because this now. is you know, one of the things that we want to leave you with is what do you do with this information? It's great that you know about it and great that we've given you the six needs. But what now? Mm. And one of the things that we do in this workshop is really understanding what our triggers are. But I suppose what, what do we do with this information that you've been told now? Yeah, it's and that specific workshop and might be valuable for others who are listening is looking at an individual, yeah. a real tailored approach to looking yeah. at an individual and going, how does your ego play out? Yeah. How does this look for you? What does that really mean? Yeah. How do we utilize it? How do mm. we look at ways that you can manage it? Mm. And I think really not doing that kind of broad um, outlook of, yeah. of what that is, because for women it's all different and that... It's what happens at some conferences and yeah. workshops and education pieces that we go to. Mm. You, we just get so much info and we go back energetic and that implementation piece is missed because mm. we don't really know what to do now. Yeah. Oh, I love that you say that. I always frame it at the beginning of a, any any training that I do that 
It's one thing going to a training and getting some really great insights and going back really inspired, but it's another thing implementing it. And often what gets missed from that stage of really loving it and then implementing it is changing your your view, changing your uh, perspective so much so that it changes your behavior. Mm. And that's one of the things that, uh, you know, really understanding your ego to another layer gives you that ability to be able to not only understand it and go, wow, that was really cool. I loved that. That was awesome. Taking it to that next layer where you can go, okay, now I understand it and I'm going to put it into practice because it's going to impact my behavior and I understand how it's impacting my behavior. So what what are you going to do about this? We've given you some context here about what the ego is and certainly our experiences so far. So what could you do to get into action around this now? Yeah, I I definitely think a standout is knowing our own triggers. Yeah. Um, really getting an understanding of ourselves and what makes us tick. Yeah. Um, and also our execs and just being really curious about their patterns and their triggers and what goes on for them. I think that's just what's going to help us elevate our partnership into something that's just really epic and really just really unique. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a that's a top of the list. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Really understanding, you know, looking at these needs and knowing uh, when they're at play from your executive and when they're at play for you, wow, what partnership that would be, mm. right? Such huge partnership. Oh. So awareness is key. It's the first step, right? Really Completely. seeing when they're at play. And I'd say mindfulness. I know that you did some work on this this morning. Yeah, I did. Um, just, I mean, it was in preparation for the podcast and talking about ego and um, taking a position and that made me feel nervous because I was unsure. So mm. for me, I can't, if I don't meditate, I really notice mm. uh, how my decision making is impacted through the day. Yeah. So in the morning, I just took some time to write down what was real for me and what was like, what was coming up. And it was that I'm finding it really hard to define ego. Um, I'm scared to take a position because I don't know exactly what it is. Mm. Studying ego is not my expertise. Yeah. But relating what that means for me in an EA role is. Yeah. Um, And it just took a second Mm. or 15 minutes as it was this morning to give myself the space to really feel and understand that. And so that when you say mindfulness, that's what that is for me. And I know that you do a heap of work around that and it's just, it's, just so important yeah mindfulness is such a big piece right i think i always encourage start with a journal like like what you're doing and what i do journaling's always the the number one first place to start when you've got thoughts because it allows you to get what your ego is saying out onto paper and then you can look at it from a subjective view versus it being like it's me um the second piece for me with mindfulness is really taking uh a moment for yourself when you're in that moment when the trigger is there I, I say the five second rule and I think that this is a really great uh, way to do it is when you notice the triggers there and when the ego is there is just count to five before you take action and this will avoid that that immediate trigger that can sometimes happen in that moment where there is all of that madness going on and the ego is at play so give yourself five seconds to take five deep breaths in if it means that you have to leave your desk physically do that please uh, I encourage you go to the toilet put the toilet seat down sit on the toilet whatever you need to do <laughs> <laughs> 
but get yourself out in a place where you can where you actually can have five seconds to think without someone in your ear or someone interrupting you will make a huge difference and and then and then start looking then you know start unpacking it and absolutely see what's my trigger what was the trigger and then what did what what part of my ego was at play here uh, I think that will make a huge difference in you moving forward. Yeah, and having that space and that time to think just really allows you to tap into that integrity and yeah. that, that realness that yeah. that you bring to your role, which is the gold. I yeah. think that's, you're just better placed to make decisions from that space. Absolutely. Um, I think what we didn't touch on about really knowing yourself well and mm. and getting an understanding of that, I think it sounds obvious mm. it's like obviously i know myself i know what my strengths are but i think getting feedback and seeking that from other people is just so important oh, so valuable yeah um, i did an exercise once and maybe if i find it i'll have to look for it however it wouldn't be too hard to recreate but i did an exercise once where i asked a few people an, a series of questions about me and god was that insightful so insightful yeah. so and i think your um profiling tool is just so on point oh, with course. this yeah um it can be yeah really helpful as something tangible to look at to yeah. recognize when you reflect of course yeah disc yeah. is a great way to give yourself some context around who you are certainly it gives you an understanding of your behavior and and how you act in certain situations and that can really play a part to your ego absolutely absolutely but having a deep understanding of yourself is key so you know journaling's one way to do that yep absolutely and you know there are so many other there are so many other ways to be able to dive into who you are however and whatever works for you i encourage you to do that um find something and just do it just dive in yeah yeah absolutely i think it's everyone's gonna have their uh, what they prefer and their preference yeah. around how they do that. Yeah. Um, if it's a conversation with us, we'd love yeah. it. We'd love that. Um, yeah. And if it's but if if you're after advice or tips on other yeah. other tools or anything else that you want to share with our listeners, mm. we'd love that too. We'd love that. And you know the thing that really resonates for me at the end of this podcast now because we are starting to wrap up, aren't we? Absolutely. <laughs> we I are. Think it's time. I think we've spent a, a you know maybe too long on this topic, and we could keep keep going. Oh. However, for me, what really resonates is I suppose the different spaces, and the ego is the head, you know. And I find one of the biggest things out of everything that quiets my ego is saying to it, "I've got this." And you know, this is something that's so simple. And I remember our mentor, both of us had this mentor. Mm. In one of the training that I attended, he said that the ego is always going to win, right? And it's true, mm. right? The ego will always win. However, when you're in a moment where you want to speak up and you want to say something and you want to do something that's going to push you out of your comfort zone and you know you don't want to because it's going to make you a little bit unsafe, that's the moment where you say, and it's so crazy, but you actually say to yourself, so there's a conversation happening up there, I've got this. Just trust that I've got this. And you will be so surprised about the difference it makes in your ability to just speak. That, that was, to me, a massive game changer. Mm. So, um, love it. I think that that's sort of bringing us to the end. It is. Yeah. It is. Thank you, Amanda, for being so raw and real, as I would expect no different. I've loved being here with you. Uh, thank you for listening, everybody. Uh, Amanda, again, if 
Uh, would you share the email address for us? Of course. For anyone who wants to yes. get in touch. So uh, anyone that wants to get in touch, please email us at life at theeainstitute.com.au and I'll make sure I have that on the podcast link somewhere wherever this, this lands. And I want to thank you, Holly. I just have so much fun. I have so much fun. We have so much fun. We do. We do. do. And I love um, your authenticity. So thank you. Thanks for being a part of this. Thanks for pushing me to do this. Because if it wasn't for Holly, this wouldn't even be in existence. So I'm very grateful for your partnership and your contribution. And how awesome is this? Please, feedback, guys. We'd love love your feedback. And we would would love any, any, any questions that you want to share. See you on the next podcast. Okay. Bye. Bye, Ron. Bye. Usually I'm humble. Right now I don't choose. You can leave on me or you can have the blues. Don't call it arrogant. I call it confident. You decide where you find out what I'm working with. I know I'm killing you with them legs. But yet them eyes. Matter of fact, it's my smile. I'm at my eyes. Boy, you a sight to see. Kind of something like me. It's too big. It's too wide. It's too strong. It won't fit. It's too much, it's too tough I talk like this cause I can back it up